0: Today on the newscast, Israel and Hezbollah both making major moves this week as their showdown looms. Plus, Iran-backed Houthi rebels with another attack against a Saudi oil facility. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. All eyes right now are on the escalating war of words between Russian President Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden. Now, earlier this week, Biden called Putin a killer and Putin responded by saying it takes one to no one. Folks, who knows where this goes from here? In the meantime, though, as that was all unfolding, there was a very important meeting in the Russian capital of Moscow. A delegation from the Iran-backed terrorist organization Hezbollah was in Russia this week for 4 days meeting with top Russian officials including Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov now this Hezbollah delegation was led by Mohammed Rab he is the head of Hezbollah's parliamentary bloc in the Lebanese government more on that in a minute but Rab met and his delegation met with Sergey Lavrov for at least 40 minutes earlier this week. Now, that is the equivalent. I'm from the U.S. That is the equivalent of the U.S. Secretary of State meeting with a terrorist delegation from Hezbollah. That's how serious and high level these contacts were. Now, according to Lavrov and Rob, the Hezbollah delegation leader, they discussed mostly the situation in the uh, Lebanese government right now. Here's a few things to remember. Russia and Hezbollah and the Iranian regime Are fighting side by side since Russia entered the fray in September 2015 and entered that Syrian civil war and really tipped the balance of power in the favor of Syrian dictator Bashar al Assad, obviously an Iranian ally as well. Russia really tipped that whole conflict in Assad's favor, and Russia is there to stay. They want to relive the Soviet glory days. They see Syria and the Middle East as a prime way to do that. So fighting alongside Hezbollah and the Iranian regime on the battlefield, uh, conceivably, or presumably, I should say, sharing intelligence, uh, Hezbollah and Russian troops, and all sorts of cooperation there on many levels, when you think about it, folks, and you break that down, that's troubling on many levels. Number one, is this the first time in, in memory that a nuclear power, a nuclear powerhouse, like Russia, with a huge nuclear arsenal still, has openly aligned itself with a terrorist organization. Russia is openly aligning itself on the battlefields of Syria with Hezbollah, which is a specially designated terrorist organization, and with the Iranian regime. And regime officials and the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps are also terrorists to the core and have been designated as such, at least the Revolutionary Guards Corps have, Yet Russia is openly aligning itself with these forces on the battlefield. Now, an interesting nugget here. Israeli Foreign Minister Gabi Ashkenazi also was in Moscow this week for talks with top Russian officials. So a Hezbollah delegation in Moscow and an Israeli delegation, Russia playing both sides. And if Israel says enough is enough, we have to eliminate this Hezbollah existential threat once and for all, and they go at it with Hezbollah and with the Iranian regime in a serious way, what does Russia do? Does Russia stand pat and say, okay, we'll let you go at it, Israel? You can just crush our close battlefield allies, Iran and Hezbollah, and we won't say anything about it. Folks, I find that hard to believe. I'm not saying Russia would intervene directly, but I think there would be great pressure on Israel applied by Russia. I think we have to be realistic about it. Russia has been very critical of Israel over the past few months about Israel's stance against Iran, the looming Iran threat, the Iran nuclear program. So it is very interesting when you think about that future, perhaps not in the distant future, that future scenario. What will Russia do when this great northern war breaks out? I don't see a lot of people asking that. One thing I do know is that prophetically, this could have great implications, folks. You think of Ezekiel 38 and 39, the the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, which talks about what many believe is Russia, this great power from the north coming down and coming against Israel in what the book of Ezekiel says are the latter days. And by the way, aligned with Persia, which today is called Iran. So something to keep an eye on. Russia's relationship with Iran and Hezbollah to Israel's north. Along those lines, we had the Hezbollah meetings, obviously, in Moscow this week. We had Israel's foreign minister there. We also had Israeli officials, more high-level meetings here, Israeli officials, uh, Aviv Kohavi, who is the chief of staff for the Israel Defense Forces, and Israeli President Reuven Rivlin. They have been traveling this week throughout Europe and visiting with European leaders in Germany, Austria, and France. Just yesterday, Thursday, March 18th, they met with French President Emmanuel Macron. And the purpose of these high-level Israeli officials meeting with high-level European officials is for Israel to basically give them a heads up and a warning and say, hey, Iran is marching towards the bomb and Hezbollah is amassing a massive rocket and missile arsenal at our border. If you don't do something about it, we're going to be forced to do something about it, because this is an existential threat to the state of Israel. It's real simple, folks. That is the message being delivered in European capitals this week by Israeli officials. Uh, Aviv Kohavi yesterday, the Israeli chief of staff, in his meeting with Emmanuel Macron, the French president, Kohavi said, look, Hezbollah is amassing thousands of rockets and missiles in civilian areas intentionally in Lebanon. Lebanon. This is a situation we cannot live with, and last week, the Israel Defense Forces released an assessment saying that in that next conflict, Hezbollah could launch some 2,000 rockets per day into Israel. 2,000 per day, so it's no wonder that Israeli officials are in Europe trying to galvanize some support against what is an existential threat, the Iranian nuclear program and an Iranian bomb and Hezbollah armed to the teeth with over 150,000 rockets and missiles, probably more, aimed at every inch of Israel. One major trigger, or perhaps the major trigger, for that great northern war between Israel, Hezbollah, and the Iranian regime would be these precision-guided munitions, PGMs for short. Basically, if Hezbollah can get its hands on missiles that that are precision-guided, which can hit the mark Israel considers that a major game changer. That's why Israel has been conducting military strikes against Iran and Hezbollah in Syria over the past few years, probably hundreds if not thousands of strikes, particularly in many cases targeting these PGMs. If Hezbollah gets their hands on these precision guided munitions, all bets are off. So that could very well be the trigger for the Great Northern War and you can bet that Israeli officials are sharing that information with their European counterparts this week in Germany, Austria, and France. Hey, last thing to mention before we go, some breaking news here. It's Friday, March 19th. As I come to you, this morning, early this morning, Saudi officials reported that there was yet another drone strike against a Saudi oil facility. Now, this was an oil facility in the Saudi capital of Riyadh, Thankfully, according to the Saudis, there was not major damage, but the Iran-backed, surprise, surprise, the head of the snake, the Iranian regime, the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen once again were behind this attack. The Houthis claimed responsibility for it coming out of Yemen. They said they launched six attack drones against that Saudi oil facility in Riyadh. Folks, Saudi Arabia is literally under siege when you think about it. This is practically every day that the Houthis, with Iran Iranian backing and Iranian direction, are firing rockets, missiles, and sending attack drones against a host of targets in Saudi Arabia. It's an untenable situation in my view, so we are keeping a very close eye on that. Iran, again, operating through proxy saying, hey, we didn't do it, but the Houthis will gladly claim responsibility for it. One last thing to mention, why this matters to you, well, If Saudi Arabia's oil facilities or a major Saudi oil facility is knocked offline for a considerable amount of time, you will feel it in your wallet no matter where you live because gas prices will soar, rest assured. Folks, I wish I had better news about what's going on in the world right now as we head into the weekend, but here's the good news. God Almighty still, still sits on the throne. He is sovereign over this entire situation. He sees what's going on. He will never leave or forsake you. And I believe he will not leave or forsake his land, the land of Israel. So be encouraged. God is moving. We did a story earlier this week on the newscast. You can check it out in our archives, Tuesday, March 16th, about the discovery of new fragments from the Dead Sea Scrolls. God is speaking to us today, right now in 2021. Are we listening? If you are, you will have the peace that surpasses all understanding, no matter what Hezbollah and Iran and Russia do. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on The Watchman. Until Monday, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.